Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by Nerdy Show Podcast Network, geeky programming for nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Please hang up and try again. Grab a slice of the epic podcast. Don't stick it in your mouth. Put it in your ear holes now. Ladies and gentlemen, Nelson Lugo and Schaefer the Dark Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the beautiful and spacious Geekeasy in a comic shop in beautiful Orlando, Florida, this is the Epic Pie Cast, episode 38. I am your host, Nelson Lugo. And I am your other host, Schaefer the Dark Lord. Hooray! And we're we're entertaining literal thousands of people here at the Geek Easy. Oh, man, you guys can't even fake it, can you? Yeah, there you go. That's it. It's radio. They don't know the difference, people. Come on. That was very generous of you, and we appreciate that (laughs) so much. Uh, so uh, we're in Florida. We are in Florida. At the, at the same time. Uh, at the same time. Yeah. Although, like every time we've been in Florida, we did not travel together. No, no. Um, a few things uh, give me anxiety, like imagining traveling by air with you. Wait, what? <laughs> I just have a feeling you would be very difficult to travel with. No, I airplane. am the easiest travel person to travel with because really? I fall asleep. I'm like, I'm horrible on road trips because you get me on a, in a road trip and I'll talk to you like for 15 minutes and then for the next eight hours, I'm unconscious. Oh, I'm like that too. So I, <laughs> I can actually relate. I, know, I fall asleep on airplanes, trains, buses, you name it, I fall asleep. I, I, just, I, just, I just shut down. I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like you're a baby again and you're being rocked to sleep. Did that, was that a thing? Did they have to drive you around to get you to stop throwing uh, no. fits when you were teething? No, not at all. I, no. I, well, I mean, I, I, grew up in, I grew up in the Bronx, in the Boogie Down Bronx, and so, I, like, you know, my lullaby are car horns and um, police sirens and, you know, wailing children and gunshots in the middle of the night, so... But you are, you used to live in Orlando as well. I did. I lived in Orlando. A huge chunk of my formative years were spent in Orlando. I consider myself more of a Floridian at heart, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you still defaulted to, I grew up in the Boogie Down Bronx. Well, I mean, I was there till I was 13. So, I mean, it, was, it wasn't like, it wasn't, you know, it was, it was a good chunk of my sort of developing consciousness years. Look, those are throwaway years. Nothing really <laughs> happens until you're 14. <laughs> And you get a learner's permit. Well, that's why, I mean, that's why I say that I, I'm a Floridian at heart, because a lot of my major firsts uh, happen in Florida. Like, my first car, my first girlfriend, my first job. Like, a lot of those sort of, like, adulting activities happened here in the, in the boogie down south. Don't say that. 
Yeah, there we well, go. You can say you can say praise for the well, South, I but mean, don't Florida's call it. Well, I mean, Florida is the only non-southern Southern state. You know what I mean? It's just it's a it's a it's essentially an, an extension of the sort of original thirteen colonies. So how does it work then? When you come back to Orlando, yeah. is it like Independence Day? Wait, what? Where you're the crashed ship at Roswell, and then the mothership arrives, and all of your lights and gizmos start working again. Does it happen? Do you have like certain powers that come back? Can you summon lizards with mind control? Uh, I wish. No, I, I wish I had a, an idea you were going to do this bit, because I would have I come up with something clever. No, <laughs> no. And the, the only thing I can do um, is uh, I'm, I'm better at picking up Denny's waitresses here than I am in New York. You always make me regret asking you any question. <laughs> and I can't believe that you suggested that that was a bit that I was, that I was preparing I, there. I just suspect that everything that comes out of your mouth is your way of some sort of prepared trolling. No, that is not. Okay. This is. Oh, shit. Did, hey, Nelson. <laughs> yes, Schaefer. So many people have asked over the years uh, about our intro theme that was uh, created by Afterbirth Monkey. Right. That plays at the beginning. Uh, so many people have asked, like, there's all these kind of crazy noises in it, like you're imitating yeah. uh, AM radio or uh, uh, morning drive sure. time radio sure. type of thing. Um, people have been like, what is, what, is the, what is the story behind those layered sounds? Did really? you people know ask that? They do. Let's pretend they do. Okay. <laughs> Did you know that there are actually going to share this with all of you who showed up today. There are actually subliminal messages hidden in the Epic Pie cast opening theme. I, I did not know that. Okay. Well, for <laughs> since you came out today to this live taping of the Epic Pie cast, we would like to share with you the hidden messages that are buried in the Epic Pie cast opening theme. I have, I have, folks, I have no idea. See, that's a bit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Here's, here's my, the, the only joy that I can get right now is because I know you and your curmudgeonly ways. You stayed up entirely too late putting that together and was miserable the entire time you put it together. And, uh, and now you're upset at yourself because it didn't get as big a laugh as you thought it was going to get. Correct. Nothing we go. Pick again. Uh, <laughs> we should play a quiz show where I answer questions about you because I know you better than yourself. Oh, that's actually not a bad idea. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I like it when I write bits. <laughs> Holy shit! And really? I don't share them with you. Lugo yep. doesn't. Lugo never knows anything that I'm going to do when we record this I show. I never he know a damn he thing. He shows ever. up at Studio Six C. I have things prepared, yeah. and I just hope that they work. <laughs> and three times out of twenty, they do. And I'm counting on those numbers being in my favor right now. Oh, fuck. okay. Here's the thing: if you if you ever listen to our show, there's there's generally a format. The beginning of the show, yeah, we catch up. And we talk about the things that we've been watching or reading or playing or consuming in some way. And we kind of uh, banter about that. Oh, my God, there's a new Batman thing. That's awesome. And, and, and we do that. And we consider that programming. <laughs> yes. And then there's a musical break. <laughs> and then we have a guest uh, who we interview. And I, and I feel like sometimes our catch-up takes a little too long because yeah. we, get a, we get a little too much into... Um, the minutia of nerddom. To the yeah. minutia, and yeah. we'll spend 40 minutes talking about a show that was canceled 10 years ago that we just now both started watching. Right, like Deadwood. Like Deadwood. You cunting hoople head. 
Lugo just discovered Deadwood, and now he can't quit calling me that. So I figured we could truncate that a little bit uh, uh-huh. into uh, some sort of speed round. Okay. So I have created a game. Oh, fuck. That I'm going to play with you right now. Wait, you're playing as well? Sort of, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, we're going to play a game called Right and Wrong. Oh. Or rather, Right or Wrong. Right or Wrong. Yes. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to name a series of uh, pop culture properties, things that are, are happening right now. Okay. And you tell me, one word, whether this particular property is doing it right or doing it wrong. (laughs) Okay. And then I will respond to that by telling you if your answer was right or wrong. Oh, shit. In other words, you're going to say if something is right or wrong. And right. I'm going to say if it's no, right get or wrong. It. But I'm not talking about if the no, property is no, 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 you're talking it. about I'm me. I'm just talking no, about I get your it. answer. I get it, yeah. Yeah, this is like some Inception shit. No, I get it. It's layered. I'll throw a third option in there, oh. which is I don't know. You can say that. <laughs> oh, I can. So my options are it's doing it right, it's doing it wrong, or I don't know. Too many words. Right, wrong, I don't know. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Okay. What do you got? Number this one. Is, this is called right or wrong. Jesus Christ. Do them as quickly as possible. Okay. Don't think about them. Right. Okay. okay. DC Comics New 52. Right. Wrong. <laughs> Gotham. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Flash. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Arrow. Right. I don't know. Supergirl. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Jessica Jones. I don't know. Right. There's a bunch of these. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's whip through them. Let's whip through them. Marvel Cinematics Universe Phase 3. I have no idea. Right. The Force Awakens promotional materials. Oh, I have no fucking clue. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Fallout 4. I have no idea. Right. Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, uh, yeah, it's doing it right. I don't know. <laughs> Doctor Who. Right. Can I, can I add a fourth, like, sort of? You cannot, because okay. this is my game. Uh, I'm going to say right. Wrong. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How many more do you have? Lots. Oh, shit. Walking Dead. Uh, no. Wrong. Sex Criminals. Right. Right. Yeah. Saga. Right. Right. Cat videos. Wrong. Wrong. Dog videos. Wrong. Wrong. Magic videos. Wrong. Right. (laughs) Mama Ling Ling's Thanksgiving sandwich at Palms. Right. Right. That shit's delicious, man. It is. Fuck. Game of Thrones. I don't know. I still don't know. I, Sorry, yeah. I just I, I I missed the boat and now there I'm scared. So many to... th- there are only so many fucking hours in the day. Sorry, I just lost my shit. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that miniature cream pie you ate in the shower today. Right. Right. That is, that I, is right. I ate a pie in a shower and it was the be- I invented shower pie. It's the best thing in the world ever. <laughs> Patent pending. Um, the Geek Easy at a comic shop in Orlando, Florida. Right! Right! You pandering motherfucker. Right! <laughs> right. 
Shape of the Dark Lords, new EP, Sex Rhymes. Yeah, right. You did it right. Right. God Thank you. I can't, that's I can't, that's I, how far I have to go <laughs> to get Lugo to compliment my work, is I have to drag a 40-year-old laptop down to Orlando and get him to say it into a microphone in front of an audience. Right. Um, morphine. Oh, morphine's so good, right? Right. We'll get back to that in a second. Oh, and last morphine. but not least, the Epic Piecast. Wrong. Right. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are so forgiving and so generous. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we got down. To, we came to Orlando. I got here yesterday. Uh, Lugo got here two days ago. You came I down did. here Thanksgiving night. I did, yeah. And last night we co-hosted Big Bang Boom Cabaret's Burlesque After Dark Best of 2015. Yeah, incredible show. Which was kind of a questionable booking for us because <laughs> I did not perform in that show in 2015. Right. And I am nowhere near the best of anything down here. Uh, you did a great job last night. Well, so did you, sir. You, well, you, you killed it. You gosh, killed it. thank you. You want a hug? Not right now. Good. Right. <laughs> this morning, we had a yeah. little bit of uh, a bit of a scare, which... This morning was crazy town. Which uh, impacted our start time this afternoon. Lugo, do you want to tell uh, our audience what happened this morning? Yeah, uh, this morning, I checked myself into the ER at 7 a.m. Uh, because uh, my tummy was all hurty. No, shower pie was after. It was like a cocktail of morphine and shower pie is how he treated his post-ER experience. Uh, basically, what happened is uh, I, got, I, um, I, I was awoken at 6.30 a.m. this morning with uh, these abdominal pains that just kind of had me sort of like in a fetal position, sweating. And I took an Uber to the emergency room um, because that's what you do in Orlando. You take an Uber to the emergency room. Yeah, and then, uh, because I have a history of, of medical conditions um, called cancer, and uh, no, it's all good now, it's all good, no, I'm all right now, yeah, but, but the thing is, whenever there's pain in the abdominal area, like, I don't fuck around, I go right to the, I go, I see a doctor immediately, because I don't, exactly, yeah, and so I'm, so I'm, so I'm laying there in a bed, and they're looking at my chart and go, we've never seen you here before, and I'm like, that's because I don't live here, can I have pain meds now? And they're like, no, wait, give us your history. Well, all right, well, I have cancer, and I had this, and I'm like, great, um, wonderful, we're going to do some tests. Great, when can I have pain meds, please? And this kind of went on for like two hours until finally they put an IV in me and then gave me the sweet, sweet release of candy morphine. And yeah, let me, yeah, seriously, seriously. It was, uh, I don't know who, in, who invented morphine, but they should give him like a star in the Walk of Fame or something. And, um, and uh so that's where I was this morning, and uh, I was high as a kite, and uh, you, I wanna... on, you on morphine is amazing. <laughs> First, I, before, before we go any further, I want to give a shout out to, uh, to hottie nurse uh, uh, Megan. If you're listening to this, uh, you are a very pretty lady, and uh, I want to buy you a drink. So Lugo comes back from the ER, and he's all doped up, and he's like this, this contemporary Lewis Carroll. Right, and he's <laughs> he's narrating all of these wonderful visions. Uh, oh my God, this magical cream pie spoke to me and said I should eat it in the shower, and that's where the gateway to utopia exists. And in there, I had a vision of of pretty Nurse Megan, and <gasps> Nurse Megan. That's when he started uh, telling us all about that, and it's yeah. a lot of fun. A couple hours later, 
where at the time I just want some questions answered. Oh sure, uh, yeah, but, yeah. But you, you are a lot yeah. Of the, fun. The, the, I, I'm I'm now off the morphine high, so you can ask me anything you want. You have gone to the emergency room more times than any person I've known in my life. I, and it's not I'm, just for cancer; it's yeah. also because he's incredibly allergic to animals. Well, I'm incredibly allergic to everything on the planet, uh, and my lungs are made out of tissue paper. And I basically, you can call essentially the, my, my personal constitution, my, my stamina, my endurance for all of you D&D nerds, uh, uh, you could probably sum it up in a one-word phrase as uh, questionable at best. That's a D&D thing? I don't know. Right. <laughs> my hit points are pretty low. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that uh, everything was okay. Yeah, no, yeah, me too. Me and, too. And I'm oh, and, and I, so the prognosis is that um, uh, I don't have cancer. The cancer is, in, is still in full remission. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So I, I still get to wear the survivor label. Uh, and, uh, and I'm all good. I'm all, although although um, I do have gallstones, so that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This is also especially ironic considering that Nelson just started watching Deadwood. Yeah. And that's the, the, epi- a, the moment of that series that I remember the most is when Al Swearingen yeah, had stones. The best episode ever is oh, about gallstones. Oh, so good. You cunting hoopleheads. And there it is again. <laughs> anyway, Nelson, <laughs> yes. uh, I'm, I'm glad that you are out of the ER. Me too. And if you play your cards right, I won't send you back there today. Don't, don't fucking threaten me, Schaefer. I will break you. Seriously. I Call will. That a, I don't feel like that was a threat. I will. I will. Hopped up on morphine, I can take you. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else you want to talk about before? Uh, uh, Let's. We got more. We got. You got more. We? You have all kinds of. No, I don't. Whimsical tales inside uh, of you. No, dude. I just told a story about where I was in the hospital a few hours ago, and I'm now doing a podcast. Yeah, but I think you need to come back from that. I don't think you can close with that before a musical break. Oh, I it's see. A little dark. Okay. Uh, Did you want to talk about Star Wars? No, I don't want to talk about Star Wars. I know you don't, so let's not. <laughs> I, I emphatically do not want to do that. Uh, I don't know. Do you, want to, do you want to take questions from the audience? Well, uh, that can't really be a thing, right? There's, there like, can't be anybody who's interested in... Does anyone have a question? See? You you have a you lot have of just, qu- just questions about you just about have life? questions about life in general and like this your, is the your wrong purpose and avenue you know and, to and ask what you're supposed to be doing you know. Fair enough. Yeah, we're no. going to come back to you in just a second. Yeah. this gentleman over here. At the yeah, bar you have a question. Fans. What's what's your question? How do you pick up on women who work on Denny's? Well, I mean, I think the most important thing to remember about women who work at Denny's is that they're women, and you basically talk to them like you would talk to, like, any other human being, so, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have been more specific. There are no Denny's in New York. Yeah. No, no, now you know. Yeah, yeah. It's easier for me to pick up women who work at Denny's in Florida because there are no Denny's in New York. Thank, okay. Are you, are you setting me up? Is that, oh. So you're, well, thanks for nothing then, asshole. <laughs> Remember that part where I said maybe we should take some questions? I already regret that. <laughs> um, here in a 
moment. Yeah. Uh, in a bit, we are going to have a guest that we're going to interview. Uh, and I think, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Well, I'm a little nervous about it. Why? Why? Why are you nervous? We have been doing this show for about three years, and we, I feel our, we don't have a... I was going to say our strong suit is... Sure. Uh, we don't have a strong suit on this show, no. but I feel we're especially bad at interviews. No, we're not. You don't think so? Well, we're not good, but we're not bad. Right. No, we're bad. Uh, I think that before, uh, our, we, we have kind of a, a VIP guest that we're going to interview that I feel like we really need to be really solid at uh, interviewing. I feel like we should practice first. Oh, shit. Okay. Is this another bit that you wrote? It's not. Okay. It's something I just came up with. Okay. Um, we're going to need a volunteer from the audience, and I, and, and I, I think this lady sitting at the bar would, would serve yeah, well yeah, as a volunteer. Yeah, yeah. Get up here. Get up here. Seriously. Would you mind being a Our test... Se- yeah. You want to be our surrogate boss? <laughs> Would you mind being a test subject for us? We're going we're gonna to practice our interview awesome. skills. Awesome. Please take, this, take a seat please, up come here. come on up here. Yes, please give her a big round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Get up here. We need to practice our interviewing skills, apparently, because after three years, Schaefer now has questions about whether or not we do it correctly. Oh, yes, please. Have a yeah, seat. Yeah. Make yourself a Yeah, home. yeah. Snuggle up to the mic, as they say in the industry. Ladies and gentlemen, our <laughs> guest on the program this month is... Melanie is Melanie. <laughs> Woohoo, Melanie! Uh, so, yeah. Melanie, yeah, um, I think I think the question that we're all asking here, I, I mean, they were all thinking, and I think I'm just going to bring voice to it. Um, and I and, and and this is a genuine, sincere uh, uh, inquiry on my part. Uh, who the fuck are you? <laughs> See, we're already to off to a bad start. What? Who would you like for me to be? I want you to be you. Okay. Um, I am Melanie, believe it or not. I'm a 42-year-old mother of three. What? And a bartender. Wow. <laughs> you do noble work. <laughs> True story. And, uh, but uh, being a bartender is only my, um, it's my peaceful little middle-aged woman job. I actually, I used to be a crime scene cleanup specialist. Wait, Whoa! What? Hold the fucking phone, jackpot. <laughs> so, so Very you sorry. you would right, go in on, after investigators on. would go yes. at a at crime scenes. I'm assuming violent crime scenes. Yes. And yes. you would you would clean up after they had contained yes. the scene and collected all their evidence. True story. Yes. And they would be like, "There's curdled blood. Go deal I with would, it." I would be going in as the CSIs were leaving and the Emmys, the medical examiners, and I immediately upon the release of the scene, I would take over. Yes. True story. Did you now? Did you do work? Alone? Did you? Were you part of a crew? Um, I had a team to an extent. It just depended on um, the extent of the job, how many people I could bring in. Was this was this your company, or or did you work for a company no, no, that did no. this? I worked for a a larger company, but I was so to speak uh, the department head. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh my! I have so many questions. Oh, where do I even baby. begin? Go, baby. I will. Where do I even begin? Okay, so let's everything. okay let's start let's start with the, with the I guess the, the one question. Let's get the one thing out of the way. Okay. What would you say is the weirdest, the oddest, oh. the craziest thing that you ever walked into? Uh, okay. Well, gosh, that'll take some narrowing down. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, this, just, just, this is officially the, the craziest things you ever wanted to ask your crime scene cleanup specialist, yeah. but we're afraid to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that, 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 that's the one. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what yeah. it is. 
Let's see. The weirdest, well, it wasn't necessarily something I walked into so much as something that was presented to me. Um, like, like a head on a silver platter, literally, because it was a severed head <laughs> on a silver pl- platter? Well, no, fortunately, well, I mean, fortunately, um, I went in as the ME was going out. So they technically were the meat wagon. I was merely right. the, I had to make things go away. Um, the weirdest, that's, okay. Uh, yeah, okay, I got this. The weirdest. Um, I had a client, so to speak, that had opted out, if you know what opted out means, which no. I'm sure you do. I'm assuming that's code for suicide. That's, yeah. That's oh, it. my. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, had opted out. And when I, I went in immediately upon the ME removing the body. And when I went in, there were surveillance cameras, if you will, all over his property. He was very wealthy and he had a jacuzzi bathtub that was filled, I kid you not, hip deep, because you know how jacuzzi bathtubs mm-hmm. yeah, are, yeah. full of antipsychotic prescriptions that he had bought on the internet. Full of these, yeah, I mean, just full. Wait, pills or pill bottles? Bottles. Okay. Hip deep in a jacuzzi tub. <laughs> oh, and geez. they were writing this off as a suicide. And my first thought was, okay, well, this person was really, really paranoid. And he had all these antipsychotics and all these cameras. Maybe he had a reason to be paranoid. Oh, like maybe somebody was after him. Maybe. Yeah, I guess just because you're crazy doesn't mean people are after you. That was the weirdest scene. But here's the thing. This guy, this poor fella, he was the size of Shaquille O'Neal. Wow. A big guy, a big tall guy. Big guy. That's a whole lot of mess to clean up. And that, that to me, honestly, was the creepiest thing I have ever, ever, the weirdest thing, because not only was the weapon that was quote-unquote used in the issue removed, but there was also other loaded weapons underneath pillows and in the immediate era, area that were with him that really just kind of blew my mind. Good <laughs> just, gravy. That was the weirdest. All right, so I have a, I have a follow-up question. <laughs> okay. Uh, how do I put this delicately? Uh, you're, um, you're not going there's to. There's no delicacy in this issue. I'm sorry. <laughs> let us, let us uh, hypothetically speaking, okay. if a gentleman of sure. ill repute <laughs> were to say, I don't know, have a couple of accidents okay. and needed uh, a cleanup to make that go away. And an alibi. Uh, how much do you charge for that? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got this. I, got, I know oh, where really? you're going and I got this. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. It's not so much of a um, how do I pay to make this go away? It's more of an issue of how do I make this go away and make it look like an accident? <laughs> Which is not something I will go into live, but, but it's, you don't want to pay for that. There's some real fucked up Cosa Nostra shit up in here right now. You do not want to ask somebody how to pay to make something go away. You want to make it look like an accident. So there's that. (laughs) Well, that's how a person would ask that question. (laughs) But our friend here. Yeah, but well... Well, you, okay, give he, him a break. He's been on morphine all he's morning. He's still on morphine. Okay. Morphine is so good. Give our friend uh, a break here. So you, did you, before you got into this line of work, did you already know that you had a particularly strong constitution? Because I did. I, I was a mom, yes. 
Oh, so you were you were you yes. were a mother before you yes. were. Yes, uh, I've been. Yeah, and when you're a mom, you are barfed on, pooped on. Sure. You name it, it happens. You do have a strong constitution, but that particular line of work is not for everybody. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, no, I can't I, imagine. I can't I imagine. Can, I'm already feeling a little lightheaded. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> very I'm so sorry. I'm a very I'm a you very squeamish me, person. You well, have no, to tell me when I go too far. Oh I'll no no just no keep no no. You haven't gone far really, enough yet. Oh, I could tell you more. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I I'm, I'm a squeamish person, but I get kind of a thrill of pushing myself to the limits well, of how much I can take. I'll, well, I'll be honest with you. Being in that line of work, a lot of people are kind of horrified. They're like, how can you do this? But truthfully, I sort of always took a sort of an Egyptian standpoint to it. Yeah. This person has passed. We need to continue to put the rest of them Uh at peace. Oh, that's a very, that's a very mature outlook on the whole situation. And it's, I mean, and I've, 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 I mean, it's kind of the same thing with funeral home workers. It's okay. This person has passed. The worst has happened. Their problems are over. Yeah. You have to, what you are doing now is caring for the living. Right, 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 right. Once you get past the horribleness of the situation, once you get past the smell and the, oh my gosh, what is that in my hand? And what did I just step on? It's, you know. All right. I have a question. Wait, uh, (laughs) wait. I see. That's the that's the part of it. The part that you (laughs) simplify down to once you get past, and the part that you describe after that is just horrifically nightmarish in my mind. And so you manage to make that the the. You're very, you have a very zen-like approach to it, I which do. is like you I just get past like, that, I and do, you can yes. think of, of the service that you're providing to True the story. survivors, yes. um, of the uh, the loved ones. Uh, but that part, I still can't wrap my, my Here, brain Here's up. my question. Um, <laughs> what's the most amount of pieces of person you've ever had to pick up and put into a bag? That is a good question. That is legitimately a good question. <laughs> okay. I, all right, I can, I can do this. It's a good question. Um, <laughs> Do, do you need a bag to I breathe this. into? I, I want this. I, <laughs> I know. I, I want to. I want to feel this. I want to feel all of this. All right. I, okay. Okay. Well, first of all, before I answer this question, I'm going to teach you uh, a trick of the crime scene industry. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Is everybody yeah. ready for this? Because you will use this for the rest of your lives. Yeah. No. Please do. All yes. right. You ready? Okay. It is physically impossible to gag and smile at the same time. So whenever you feel like your gag reflex is really kicking in, smile, get big teeth, big teeth. And you can't hear this on radio, but what I'm yeah, doing no. is I'm smiling like the Joker right now. Yeah, big yeah. teeth, big, big teeth. Oh, okay. I'm going to keep doing it because... It is a direct, <laughs> it's directly oppositional muscular okay. forces, if you will. You know what I'm trying to say. So, that's, a, okay. that's a really good fun fact. Thank okay. you. Okay. So now we're going to go into this story. Yeah. So I'm going to need you to smile. Okay. <laughs> how many pieces of this. person have you picked up before? Okay. In one go. Okay. <laughs> this is a fun story. <laughs> okay. The Emmy came in before we did. We were just cleaned up. So right. Limbs, fingers, toes, noses, whatever, eyeballs is the thing. That's all going to be picked up, correct? Okay. Right. Well, the thing that I did have to do was a um, HBC. Do you know what that means? No. HBC, hit by car. Ooh. <sighs> hit by car. <laughs> That's a pretty smile there, Schaefer. Thank you. <laughs> 
smile. I, smile. I, I'm there gonna. You go. Keep yeah, yeah. Grin yeah. like the Joker. No, yeah, keep going, keep going. And it's it's weird. I mean, it, the human body is an amazing thing. And it can utterly survive terrible things or it can just absolutely fold at the drop of a hat. It's a weird thing. But this poor person, whoever hit this windshield, the way windshields are made these days, they do not shatter. They merely, they do shatter, but they don't come in. You know what I mean? They, yeah, 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 they, yeah. They shatter, but they stay together because there's a coating on them. Right. Somehow, this poor fella, and it was not his fault at all whatsoever that he got hit by this car, but are, are you going to be okay? Mm-hmm. Smile. I got okay. it. I got this. I got this. His molars wound up in the front seat. and <laughs> His molars ended up in the front seat. By themselves? Yes, without him. Without him. Oh, my and God. he wound up on the ground in front of the car. And not only that, but there was... And, okay, now preface this with the guy lived. He lived. Okay, he did survive. And this from, guy survived this? He survived, yes. Holy so preface sh- this with that. He survived. But... Hair is a funny thing. It comes out really easily, and apparently so did teeth. So this fella was transported, and I get the call, come take care of this car, and there's teeth in the front seat, even though the windshield was merely fractured. So now I've got these teeth in my hand, and I have a dilemma. Does he want them back? (laughs) (laughs) I would would want them back. I mean, if that was me, I want them. Teeth, teeth were a weird thing. Teeth was the biggest thing that I picked up. And I mean, because I mean, it was a molar. This yeah. was not a broken off. This was molars. And you couldn't even determine how they fit through the windshield because it, it shattered, but it stayed together because it was filmed and just, oh, but there's teeth in the front seat. Oh, that's just science. And yeah. So uh, the thing is, here's the thing, which to answer your question, which is a really horrible answer, but smile you. Hey. Here's the really horrible answer to your question is yeah. when I've had to pull things out, there haven't really been pieces. It's kind of been puddles like, oh, what's that in the cup holder? Gray matter. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Gray matter. Yeah. So, You're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't been fortunate enough to pull pieces. I've been I've had to scoop stuff. Oh, scoop you. Yeah. <laughs> stuff. Uh, Melanie, I want to thank you so, <laughs> so fucking much. A little round of applause for Melanie. Thank you thank, so thank much. You guys thank you This so was much. amazing. We, 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 got, uh, we got to rehearse uh, interviewing, and we... I learned a new troopers. coping mechanism. That wasn't even the that that was a far cry from the worst thing I ever saw. But you guys are troopers, bless your hearts. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You've got a you got a better one. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I tell you what. All right, look. I'm so sorry. No, no, we're gonna, no, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna go to break. We're gonna go to break, and then you're gonna tell us uh, during the break. So and then yeah. All right, do it. Do the thing. Once again, we would like to thank Melanie for being our guest uh, on hooray! the Epic Podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, hold on. You can do this. Puddles, man. You can do this. I believe in you. Smile. <laughs> Folks, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a moment. Freedom. In life outside of these walls, I'm gonna take it back for humanity. 
I gotta vanquish them all who's coming with me. I'm a titan slayer, I'ma vanquish them all. Fight for our freedom and life outside of these walls. I'm gonna take it back for humanity. I'm gonna vanquish them all who's coming with me. Who's coming with me? I cried a lot of tears as I thought of my mom A lot of time to think as we sailed on that boat Because we're all weak, we do nothing but cry I said on that ship that I would vanquish them all I wanted to wipe them out, every single one And I would take my revenge, I would grow strong Rather die on my feet than live on my knees And even if they were big, they'll never bully me Never let up, never give in Always stand and fight, never let them win Never stop fighting, till the last drop We represent the 104 and we'll never stop Even if I should die, never bury me Set my body ablaze so I can burn free Set my body ablaze so I can burn free Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Walls, 
this is not our fate, my people stand strong I'm not dreaming of places that we can run and hide I'm daydreaming of titans to slay and stay alive I say to all of my people that we can fight back Stick up for one another, the Rika's got your back We refuse to go quietly in the dead of night We fight our way till the sun comes up and watches shine We must vanquish them all with fighting for our freedom And life outside of these walls, we're gonna take it back For humanity, we're gonna vanquish them all Everyone's with me, we're all titan slayers We must vanquish them all, fighting for our freedom And life outside of these walls, we're gonna take it back For humanity, we're gonna vanquish them all Everyone's with me I said everyone's with me Ladies and gentlemen, our guest on the program this month is the executive producer of the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. (laughs) Thanks, Nelson. So, in a way... We are about to interview our boss. Bum, bum, bum. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the program, Cap Blackard. Woo! Thanks, guys. It's lovely to be here. Oh, is this the first time you have been a guest on a Nerdy Show program? Uh, kind of. Yeah? Yeah. Kinda. I mean, like, as far as an official interview capacity thing, yes. I mean, have I been on other shows? Yeah, I've been in Flame On and other shows like that, but, but not, like, in a, in a, this Barbara Walters kind of situation. <laughs> sure. I mean, I would, I would assume that you have had your hand in many, many of the podcasts on the network, and you have appeared on, on many of them. Yeah. But yeah. this is your first time being interviewed? Yeah. I'm glad you said Barbara Walters, because it is our intention to make you cry. <laughs> also, I want to know what kind of tree you are. What kind of tree am I? Hmm. Uh, Just let that sink in. Don't worry. All right. I'll we'll get back to it. Yeah, right okay. now. Cool. We'll circle back. Now, Cap, you are the executive producer yeah. of the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. And uh, this is our, our first time to actually talk to you in person. Yeah. True. Yeah. About the Nerdy Show Network at all. You seem nervous. I'm so nervous. Why are you so nervous? Why are you nervous? I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I know what kind of a job we've been doing for the past few years. A shitty one. I am aware. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know more than you because Lugo comes yeah. over and records for two hours a month and then I spend an additional four hours editing this. So yeah. I really know what kind of a job we're doing. It's a little bit intimidating to be sitting with uh, so let me, let me just start <laughs> with this question. Um, on a scale from 1 to 10, um, how much is the Epic Podcast your most favorite podcast of all the podcasts on nerdyshow.com? Go. Oh, it's a solid 10, Nelson. I mean... Oh! Whoa! You guys, you guys do Fuck a great, you, you guys Flame do On! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> you guys do a great show. Don't be so insecure. Ah, oh, well, thank you. Uh, I mean, you're too, you, you've, you've told me in the past, you're, you just wanted an excuse to get together and hang out as the BFFs that you are. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you do every month publicly. I mean, it's not what I would do necessarily, but then again, <laughs> it, it is kind of what I do accidentally. Like, my, my whole life is 
is work at this point, so a lot of my hanging out happens on the air. It's very convenient, but you guys do it w- willingly, and I do it accidentally. Oh, so. oh all right. <laughs> I mean, this is, it's almost because our schedules have gotten so, so busy and, and complicated in, in the past couple of years. I mean, it is kind of our, our the month the yeah. night that we record is kind of the most quality time we get together. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the only time month. I get to see you is the two hours I'm over here going blah 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 Batman. Like we can't really <laughs> hang out unless microphones are involved. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of sad. Holy shit. Uh, so here's my follow up question um, on a scale from like uh, zero to negative ten. Um, how much do you hate Flame on podcast? Go. They're the worst, Nelson. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, they're, they're, Suck they're it, wonderful. They, they, they just celebrated a hundred <laughs> no. episodes. It's well, been, here's what it's been I actually great. like. I mean, there's 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 too much camaraderie. There's too much like kumbaya shit happening <laughs> at Nerdy Show. I just I want to start like some kind of like East Coast West Coast battle with another podcast on the network. Dude, dude we we tried we tried that man. Like when uh, <laughs> as you've recently discovered, I, uh, I I don't care for Doctor Who. Um, right and uh, and you're my you're yeah. you're, you're my boss, so I'm just going to smile and nod. <laughs> but but inside, okay. I hate you because because I'm uh, there's there's many many different opinions on Doctor Who in the Nerdy Show Network. But we oh did, sure, we did an episode um, where we were asked by a fan to do an episode on Doctor Who, and it had gotten built up over the years to, to the point that everybody in the network kind of wanted a piece of it. Um, <laughs> and we ended up turning it into a like pro Doctor Who versus anti Doctor Who kind of thing. And it was filmed by a guy who was kind of courting us for um, reality show stuff. Oh, right, right. But we're, we're too kumbaya. Uh, we agreed to disagree on so many things. <laughs> oh, you had to do it civilly, didn't you? You had <laughs> to fight even civilly. We're, we're too, like, I mean, are, we're, do we have, like, passionate discussions? Uh, do we have massive disagreements? Yes. But at the end of the day, nerds are just too friendly. And we're just too friendly to each other. Well, nerds are friendly <laughs> when they're facing each other. I don't know if you've been on a thing called the internet. Okay, okay, yes. Nerds can get pretty mean. If, if it's in the, the anonymous dark corridors and passages of the internet where anybody's anybody and they can say anything. Yeah, sure. It's a da- dangerous, deadly place and nerds are the worst. But, you know, but in person, yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, all right. Well, how, fuck. So let's, let's take it back to the beginning. How long, how long has the Nerdy Show Network been a thing? How did it start? Because uh, I assume you've been there since its beginning. Uh, kind of, yes. Okay. Um, we're coming up on seven years. Wow. Seven years. Yeah. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> what are we doing? Um, but, and, and it's the reason I say kind of is that uh, it sort of accidentally almost started with, uh, with Aaron Holland, uh, who uh, the owner and founder of a comic shop. Uh-huh. He was um, guest hosting on a local radio program um, called Talk Nerdy to Me. And uh, he was doing really well on it for a while. He enjoyed it for a while. And then he got sick of it. So uh, he asked myself and uh, Triforce Mike, who also worked at the comic shop, if we wanted to go on instead of him for a show. And uh, we were like, yeah, sure. We've never done, been on the radio before. Why not? Um, so we go, we go on the show. And uh, Hex, who was the founder of Nerdapalooza, he, uh, I didn't know him at all, but he came on to talk about Nerdapalooza. And the three of us started basically jiving and connecting in this completely accidental scenario of recording a show so much, we came back the next week and we kept doing it. So that first show, you were a guest on somebody else's radio program? More or less, yeah. And then you were like, screw this, we killed it. <laughs> we're going to make our own. It was, there was never so much intent. It was just like, it was like, yeah, I could do that again, sure. Oh, it was still like, it was, so, it was done so kindly and almost passively. Yeah, it was just it was a very casual thing, yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, then, then it got to the point where we need, we realized, okay, this, the radio thing was kind of restrictive for us because we weren't in, it was a college radio station and none of us went to that college. So things got kind of weird there. Yeah. And then we launched it as a podcast and so and, on. And that was the, the, the first show was just the nerdy show. Yeah. Yeah. The first show was just, just nerdy show. Just here it is like, just, uh, we had, we had a following based on the radio program, which was streamed online mm-hmm. and that carried over. And, um, and then eight episodes in, we accidentally created Dungeons and Doritos. Okay. I didn't know Dungeons and Doritos went back that far. Yeah. I thought that, that, that was, I thought that that was one of just like in the past couple of years. Yeah. No, oh. it's, it's old as dirt. It's just like the rest of the network. <laughs> <laughs> that includes you. Shut up. <laughs> uh, how many shows are there on the network now? You know, I haven't counted lately. Um, <laughs> that is a testament we've to how like, big this thing has grown. We've got like 12 shows, kind of, and some of them are in various uh, states of hiatusing and so on, but most of them are actually poised to come back next year, so we'll be firing on all cylinders. Are they all... Does everybody do a monthly show? Um, no. Or not. are there people that are more ambitious than us? <laughs> well, I mean... The, I, think, I think everyone's more ambitious than us. Well, fair enough. Every, everything has a different rhythm, a different pacing. Um, there's, a, there's a few monthly shows. Um, there's a few weekly shows. Like, there's uh, Nerdy Show and Friday Night Fan Fiction are the only shows that are weekly. Okay. Um, and then most other shows are monthly or every other week, or depending on how bad the hiatus is. Like, Dungeons & Doritos, uh, for all the post-production we do, because that's our, um, our role-playing show, mm-hmm. um, so we have original score written for it and everything, so that's an every-other-month show. Um, which is currently in a horrible hiatus because uh, our editor's having a baby. So, um, all right. Um, well, here's here's a question: of all the people that you have to interact with in terms of getting uh, content out onto the site, on a scale of one to ten, um, which one do you like better, Nelson or Schaefer? Go. They're uh, all great, Nelson. Oh, uh, shut up. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> shut your fucking pie hole. Answered like I just told my boss to shut his fucking pie hole. That's yeah. weird. Well, your epic pie cast, that was so uh, appropriate. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, well, there you sure. go. Yeah. Just like you eating a pie in the shower today. I mean, shower man, pie. That's one of the, the handful of times you've actually discussed pie on the show. I know. I feel like, like it, <laughs> it was almost important that he ate that pie today and that I brought it up so that the, the title of our show makes any sense at all. Because. <laughs> We put pie, pie, pie right in the name, and we don't ever talk about pie. Uh, okay. Ever. All right. I feel that that's kind of on you. That's your thing. You're the guy who's really, really into pie. <laughs> yeah. Ex- and we named our podcast after it, and you're uh-huh. like, meh. Yeah, well, I mean, sorry. I'm not a two-dimensional character. Uh, I like other things. Really? Because I have 400 hours of you talking about Batman on Yeah, TV. that's true. That's Well, I mean, Batman and pie. Yeah. That's more than one dimension. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, now, how often do people come to you and, and pitch you a show? Hey, Cap, you got the nerdy show. I have a great idea for a podcast. It doesn't come up too much. It happens internally every now and then. My answer is always, well, hey, if you can self-produce it, then uh, we'll, we'll talk. You, you, know? have, you see really? people There's... who are producers and, and, and on-air personalities on other shows saying, I, 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 I want to do my own thing. I can't work with these guys anymore. I kind of <laughs> want to do my own solo podcast. Is that a thing I can do without telling the other people that I work with? 
Does that happen a lot? Fuck, holy shit. Yeah, you know, What's if, happening? What the fuck is happening? If, if, if there was a situation what? where you were like, well, I would like to do sort of a, a one-man show kind of show thing, and I'd be like, all right, well, um, so let me get this straight. person on the you, network, You don't have any kind we'll of adjudication oh. process. I see. You'll let any asshole with a microphone oh, do what the no. fuck they want. I say no all the time. Really? <laughs> but there has to be a pilot, and then I'll say no. Ah, have right. you ever taken on a show, and then after a few episodes been like, we can't keep airing this. <laughs> and if, if the answer I, is yes, you don't have to name I'm any names. I'm happy to say no. Oh. Now, I, mean, oh. I know that, that a, lot, a lot of people are like, what the hell are you thinking with this Derpy Show program? <laughs> um, yeah, um, I actually have a follow-up question. What the fuck is up with Derpy Show? You mean, where is it? Yeah, and why is it? And why is it? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, why is it is because when I listened to Derpy Show, I was like, Man, this has all the charm of me and the gang back when we started just shooting the shit, talking about whatever, but instead their recording format was, we'll record for three hours and then cut out just the good parts. <laughs> and with, with these like non sequiturs of someone whispering, Derpy Show. So I was like, okay, that's, that's fun. And eventually people caught on that like, this was random and it was chaotic, but mm-hmm. it was actually a good time. Yeah. But it was actually a hard sell. And now Derpy Show is on kind of indefinite hiatus because uh, Rob, who runs Derpy Show, actually um, is running or co-running with me ner- mainstream nerdy show now. Okay. So, and Derpy Show's hosts are kind of scattered to the four winds at the moment, but they'll probably come back together for specials and stuff. All right. Uh- <laughs> Long answer, sorry. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. That's, it's, I, I needed to know. Then uh, thank you for, for sharing. Um, so out of the seven years you've been doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many of your questions are number-based. Uh, On a scale of, out of the seven, I like to quantify things. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Mr. Science. Uh, well, I, I guess what I want to know is, like, what, what, what would you count as being, like, the highlight of your time in the in the in the in your time with uh, like what, what's the what's the one when when what's the what's the one question that I should be asking you like what's the one obvious thing that I'm not asking that I should like what's the one like the one interview the one moment the See, one you highlight want me to interview myself hey, Cap, for you hey Cap how can we interview you <laughs> more <Christ>. accurately <laughs> I have an empty balls jar that I could just crack over you, your you, fucking you nailed skull. it with the cleanup interview that was practice that was genius like that was so good. With the practice? Yeah, the practice interview was great. Oh, thank you so much. You know what? Uh, and now you're, now you're fumbling this completely. I know. Melanie really you know did what, most Cap? of our I work for us. I retract my question. <laughs> fuck you. How's that? I don't give a fuck anymore what your favorite moment was. Look, I know it's only been a few minutes, but I'm really <laughs> it into was meeting nostalgia. meeting you, Nelson. I'd like to go back in time. Do you guys remember how awesome Melanie was? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Shout out to Melanie. That, so, okay. it, it's, it's not... I mean, I've tried all kinds of live stuff with people coming up, and I've seen lots of other people do it, uh, where, you know, interviewing a random person, seeing what happens. I've never seen it go that well or that interesting. <laughs> like, the, you're a golden goose, Melanie. Like, <laughs> thank you for showing up today. <laughs> that was like, Yeah, that, that, was, that was also a surprise to us as well. <laughs> um, but I, I just want to know, like, what sure. your favorite moment was in the seven years, if you have, like, one. Well, I know you love quantifying. It's very hard to quantify a moment, but, I mean... It's, it's, it's a weird thing that we've done here because it's still, you know, very much a grassroots thing. It's still completely fan-supported. Uh, it's still all-consuming. It's a lot. And now all of us are, those of us who run in the show are most of us in our early 30s at this point and late 20s. And so we're getting to the points where our, our real jobs are, like, consuming us and all that. It's getting harder to keep this going. Um, but it's also 
people love Nerdy Show, and so we want to keep doing it, and we want to just get bigger and better and quit our stupid jobs eventually. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but even still, uh, I mean, we, we keep doing it because everything's been sustained by amazing moments. Um, we've interviewed, like, so many incredible people, like interviewing Chris Carter, who created The X-Files. You interviewed um, Chris Carter? Yeah, um, actually, uh, two years ago at this point. Um, <laughs> and you're, you're just getting turned on next file, so this must be Oh my exciting. god, you listen to our show? <laughs> Wait, you listen to our show? Well, well, only the Holy episodes. But <laughs> I was under the impression that you just ignored us. Yeah, I just started, yeah, I just started watching the X-Files as research for a burlesque yeah. show that I'm hosting next month, and so I'm, I'm thinking about X-Files all the time. I, I came in here, my partner Bunny saw the poster on the wall that I want to believe, and we were both like, ah! Uh, and I didn't know that you interviewed Chris Carter. That must have been... Yeah, no, we, we have a... We have, if you, we have actually... Um, there's a Nerdy Show wiki, and it has this whole page of every person that's been in a mainstream Nerdy Show interview. And I... Which I first... was one of my late night can't sleep sort of let me compile this why not sort of things. But it's very... It's very impressive when you look at it. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's our legacy there. It's, it's... Well, part of it anyway. It's really cool. So, the, yeah, Chris Carter was, was awesome. We interviewed him when um, the X-Files comic was getting started at IDW that Joe Harris writes, mm-hmm. which... As soon as you're done with that second movie, you got to wash your mouth out with how good the comic book is. Does the, the, does the comic continuity start after that second movie? After well, not immediately, but yes, like it's. But it, I mean, it follows it. There yes. may be like a time jump. There's yeah, there's a bit of a time jump, but it's 100. percent Well, we don't know. We won't know until the new X Files starts whether or not the comic book is a tangent universe co-created by Chris Carter mm-hmm. or whether or not it's part of the same universe. Okay. They've been very hush hush about it. Um, my hope of all hopes, is that it is 100% canonical because Joe Harris has been killing it. Frankly, I think they should have invited him on to write one of the new episodes or something, but hey, I can't argue with that classic roster of X-Files writers. They got pulled on for this upcoming season. It's going to be amazing. Oh, they brought back a bunch of old talent. Yes, they did. They really did. All the, like, the best. Lots of people who, who hadn't been working on the show in the later seasons are now back to like, make this kind of ultimate X-Files mini-season. Couldn't be more excited. <sighs> but the, com- the comics rock, and Joe Harris rocks, and uh, it's a great interview. I, right. I am going to have to even... I, I'm in, into season seven now, but I, I'm going to race through those uh, pretty soon, and I'm going to have to pick up um, those comics the next time that I find myself in a comic shop. Oh, wait. Huh. Oh, wait. <laughs> I can Where the see fuck racks, are we going to find a comic comics shop? from here. Now, I'm actually st- in the middle of my own uh, rewatch of X-Files that I started just prior two years ago to, that you can tell the pace that I do things at when it comes to like, actually consuming <laughs> entertainment. Um, so I'm in the final season of X-Files now, but the, the trick was in the, during this rewatch to also take on all the spinoffs that I didn't indulge in. I never watched the Lone Gunman series, and I never watched Millennium. Um, well, oh. the good news is neither did anybody else. Well, that's the bad news, unfortunately, because while Lone Gunman is a stinking turd, Millennium is one of the greatest television series I've ever seen. What, how does, where does Millennium fit in the... What's, I mean, what are the characters that, that, that tie it to it? Or is what, this, this going to be a spoiler for me? No, it's not a spoiler. Um, and you will come face-to-face with this soon because when Millennium got canceled, there was an episode that completely failed at wrapping things up that happened in the X-Files. Oh, okay. Um, you'll watch it and you'll be like, wait, Cap thinks this is good? What the hell's wrong with him? Um, I'm not going to think that. <laughs> but M- Millennium is um, about... Frank Black, played by Lance Henriksen, who is a guy who has these uh, sort of precognitive visions pertaining to a sense of evil in the world. On the one hand, it's because he's a criminal profiler. On the other hand, it's because he's borne witness to evil uh, so intimately that he can actually sense it 
like a, like a superpower in some ways. So um, he works with this group called the Millennium Group who are ex-FBI people who sort of uh, fix problems that other people can't and deal with lots of conspiratorial um, prophecy-related end-of-the-century kind of problems. Amazing, amazing series, start huh. to finish. Um, and it ties into X-Files only vaguely, but it does exist in the same world, and there was a crossover comic book that Joe Harris did, and it was also awesome. Okay. Wow. I like that we brought you on to talk about Nerdy Show, but now I'm just like, tell me X-Files stuff. I am so happy to talk about <laughs> X-Files. I mean, like, if you talk, I'm, I'm also happy to talk about Nerdy Show, of course, but also, like, to me, it's like, <laughs> it's work. I worry about getting into the minutia, you know? Right. <laughs> like, well, it's that, I mean, and that's the thing. It's, it's, it's running the show and running, or the various shows is one thing. But it's the content that you discuss, which is where the, yeah. the, the passion and the fire comes from. Editing the episode, yeah, that's not really so much fun. But <laughs> getting together with your friends and then and dissecting uh, a, a, the second season of Gotham down to uh, every cameo, <laughs> is, that's, yeah. that's where the fun and the passion, the, the fuel comes from. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, you know. You've been there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, what Notice Show does that I think is really clever that I don't, I've, I've never seen another sort of podcast network do, is that they will do fan-requested episodes. Uh, yeah. Now, how did that start? Um, that's a good question. I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, I, I cannot, because we, 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 we used to be, we're funded on Patreon now. Oh, okay. We, we used to be funded on... Um, a system that we cobbled together on the back end of our website where people just donated to us and then they could leave a comment in PayPal and we'd be like, all right, so anybody who, if we make $100 this month, whoever was responsible for pushing us over that line, you get a microsode. So we'll talk about whatever you want for 15 minutes. And if you keep earning these things, you can, and we haven't done them yet, you can stack them into longer episodes until eventually you can get your own show. Now, we've recently discontinued microsodes, at least temporarily, because... There's too many of them. You guys were too generous. And, uh, there's a backlog. There's a, there's a hefty backlog, which we're in the process of nuking. But uh, between uh, putting them together, recording them, and then finding time to release them, it's kind of been a hefty project. And we feel terrible that it's t- you know, taken so long. There's so many things that have been um, put in the background. But it's all going to happen. <laughs> a lot of our, our progress this year and into the coming year has been all about us like, kind of fulfilling older stuff and then moving on with newer projects. Mm. Um, like the Call of Cthulhu show we did recently this year, that show was also a fan-requested thing. It was to choose the next role-playing system that we would do a um, what was supposed to be a one-shot episode of. And little did we know, the average Call of Cthulhu session takes about, like, six hours. Yes. Uh, so it turned into a miniseries and took about a year and a half of post-production. What? Good God, that also Jeez. made me just about as squeamish as Melanie's <laughs> description of puddles. <laughs> because I know how many hours I put in I, how many hours I put into just cutting out all of Lugo's and my ums. Uh, so a year's worth of, of post-production just... Uh, but it was also, it's also one of my favorite things we've ever done. Um, nice. Awesome. Like, no regrets whatsoever. The response to it's been really good. Um, and I can't wait for the next project we're going to do with the, uh, with the role-playing things. Because after Call of Cthulhu um, got recorded, we were like, okay... We're, that's recorded. It'll be releasing probably in a couple months. Ha ha. No problem. Uh, let's have the fans, let's ask the fans what we're doing next. And so we've also got the next project already picked out and we're like not going to take anything on until it's all done. But uh, our next show is this thing called Star Wreck. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little-known system that's based on a series of Star Trek parody fan films. Um, <laughs> like, you, you guys remember that, that movie came out a while ago, Iron Sky, about Nazis on the moon? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy who, like, I guess wrote and directed that since the early, mid-'90s was doing Star Trek parody fan films in whichever Western European country he's from. Uh-huh. Um, Eastern European country. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> uh, so they have, they have this whole universe that's just this very goofy parody of Star Trek. Like, instead of phasers, they have twinklers. And um, instead of uh, Vulcans, they're called Vulgars. And, like, it's these really, like, really goofy, kind of childish but fun version of Star Trek. And so we're doing a show in that universe um, we haven't talked about it much because we're still putting it together, but uh, we're pretty close to recording. And I guess what I can say is that our version is going to be the J.J. Abrams reboot of Star Wreck. Uh-huh. <laughs> you all hit right. all the right notes, and I know exactly what you're saying. Well, uh, then, you know, uh, listeners, please be on the lookout for the upcoming project. You awesome. know, the, the Microsoft episode uh, or, or scheme that you were, you were yeah, doing yeah. sounds like it could have been so much fun for somebody uh, with a disposable income and uh, uh, and, uh, and and inclinations towards sadism, because it would have been fun to make huge donations to the network and be like, "I want an episode about season two of Thundercats," or pick or pick something like something just awful and make you make you discuss it. We've I mean, had things like that happen. Um, and and I sorry I, I sort of derailed the Microsoft thing. Like it is it is fun. It's really fun to do. Um, but so, sometimes and some of the reasons that some things have gotten shelved until we can manage to do them is that they'll be so specific that I'll have to like put together a crew. Be, I'll be like, okay, so who has played this random ass video game that I haven't touched? <laughs> Who's who has done it? Am I gonna have to start playing this in order for us to fulfill this? So I mean, as a result, I started playing uh, Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden. Um, which is an amazing game, it turns out. Uh, are you familiar with this game? No. I have never heard of this no. before. Oh, <laughs> one we person. We got some fans out there. It, it's, Four we got, people. We got, we, got, we got a couple of fans. All right. Uh, it, All it's, right. It's, it's, it's a sequel to Space Jam um, that's based on Chrono Trigger. What? <laughs> with Charles Barkley. With Charles Barkley. Yeah, and, and Larry Bird and the evil Michael Jordan. who's uh-huh. a traitor to B-Ball. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a post-apocalyptic story. Uh, where b-ball has been outlawed and um it's and it's really funny and it's and it's oh my god i'm so bored already graphics and play i don't care about sport (laughs) i don't care about basketball i've never even seen all of space jam i saw half of it in a health class once during a rainy day (laughs) but this game is fucking hilarious and it was and it's and very clever as far as game design goes so we we will be doing a show on that and i'm excited for it and there's actually a crowdfunded sequel coming out um, and hopefully we'll be able to time it to that. So if they pick that as, as, as the topic, you had to go out and hunt this thing down. Yeah, I mean, it was on the, it's an online game, but yes. Oh, okay, okay. Like, and, and it's not like somebody was like, oh, I want you guys to discuss Montezuma's Revenge for the Atari 2600, <laughs> and then you have to go out and try to track down that cartridge. I mean, I would also probably emulate that one as well. But, All right. <laughs> but, um, I mean, but yeah, no, we, we, you know, we try to do it. There's been a couple things where we've uh, turned, we turned something down and be like, well, Honestly, we don't think we can do a good show based on that. We want to do a good show. Roll again. And that's always... No one's ever been upset. It's always worked. Huh. All right. So, um, but uh, but we, like, we like the challenge of being challenged. Yeah. So. No, no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I will not forget that. <laughs> uh, well, I'm done. What else you got? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm good. 
All right. I think that's it. Unless, unless uh, you... Oh, let uh, me say this. This won't be a question. This will just be a thing. I, I want to thank you, Cap, for allowing us to continue to produce this nonsense and airing it and giving it an audience and being very patient with us when we take months off. Dude, no. I, I totally understand. I mean, you know, you guys are performers... You're, you're on a schedule. It's a lot of fun to have the show, and it's not a, you know, it's not a problem. I mean, hey, Megaran and Kay Murdoch. I mean, Kay Murdoch had a baby. They've been trying to, they've been like their, um, their whole uh, bits and rhymes organization is getting oh, yeah. like, you know, founded. They've, they've been off the air for a few months now, but they keep in touch, and as soon as they're ready to be back, they'll be back. All you right. know? Uh, is there anything that you would like um, our 12 listeners to know? Um, of any kind of scoop, any kind of like nerdy show uh, specialness coming up that that we can have uh, exclusive uh, uh, news from. Well, by the time by the time this is out, it's likely that uh, some of the stuff that I'm currently working on now will be out. Fingers crossed. But the end of the year is always brutal, so it, it's hard to say. I'm looking forward to a very sleepy January and February where I can just get shit done. Um, but we just interviewed Bob Dolman, the guy who wrote the script for Willow. <laughs> wow. Which has been okay. a, a, a long-time project of ours because in our uh, Star Wars show, State of the Empire, we've always had a segment called Willow Watch trying to you know, find the moment when, because it's not a matter of if, it is when, uh, there will be some <laughs> kind of Willow content coming out from Disney Lucasfilm. Um, you think so? I know oh, you so. know so. I mean, oh. you, in, in my heart, I know so. Warwick <laughs> Davis is still looking for work. Warwick Davis talks about Willow 2 incessantly. Really? So, yes. <laughs> so, and, and it's not just because he's, he has plenty he's doing, obviously. He's, like, he's, very, he's much more successful in his old age than a lot of Star Wars alumni. Sure. So, um, you know, he's, he's not hurting for it, but um, I would love to see a Willow follow-up, be it a film or comic book or something. And based on conversations that I've had, no one has said, yes, anything's happening, but it's been a matter of like, man, why the hell not? Yeah. So, um, all right. so we've talked to Bob Dolman. It was an incredible interview. All kinds of insights on like how George Lucas is to write with, what that's like, um, and as someone who like really resents the work that he did on the Star Wars prequels, it was interesting to see where he really excels as a storyteller, based on having a, you know another person who is writing the final product working with him, and and how Lucas actually did stimulate. Um, the creative process there, yeah. but he himself, when left to his own devices, sucks ass. Um, so there's, there's nobody to rein him in. He's just yeah. yeah. Lots of cool behind the scenes stories that I'm pretty sure have never been told before. Ideally, this will be out by the time you're hearing the show. But if it's not, it's coming soon. God damn it! All right. Uh, if it's not, you can send all of your hate mail to epicpodcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> Well, Cat Blackard, we'd love to thank you for coming down to A Geek Easy and being our guest on the podcast this month. It's a pleasure. Thank uh, you for I have, me. Uh, uh, before we leave, uh, can I have a raise? What kind of raise? I'll give uh, you a raise. From $0 oh. to $1? That was you, innuendo. You guys get a monthly stipend thanks to our fan base. I've got to thank the fans because being able to, to pay even that modest amount to our shows on the, on the network uh, is something that most networks aren't able to do at all. So, sure. you know, I'm Hooray! very grateful to We're saving up for new microphones. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you so very much. Uh, a round of applause for our, bo- our host, our benefactor, <laughs> not our host, our boss, our benefactor, uh, the head cheese, uh, the cheese head. What is wrong with I you? don't know. I'm, on, go, I'm, I'm gonna, on morphine. In answer to your first question, I'll go with spruce. I don't know much about trees, but it's a nice name. Oh, oh, spruce. Fair enough. 
Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Cat Blackard. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Once again, we would like to thank our guest, Cat Blackard, for being with us on the program this month. Hooray! If you would like to hear more of the many shows that he was discussing, please visit nerdyshow.com. Uh, and I think that's it. I think let's get the hell out of here. I think that's it. This is the part where we would normally uh, uh, plug our upcoming appearances, but... I got nothing. Uh, well, it's, it's late December <laughs> when this is airing, uh, and I don't think that we re- neither of us really have booked anything that far ahead because we're both terrible at being professional entertainers. Uh, well, yeah, well, I mean, after... This is also the dormant season. The first couple yeah. months of, of every year is when I theoretically don't play shows, don't travel, and I stay home and I write new rap songs in hopes of preparing a release for later in the year. That's what it is theoretically, right. but what it actually is, it means that I sit at home and just get really high and fat, and that's it. <laughs> okay, okay. And yeah, so, well, I, I, top, I top load November and December with so many gigs that after, after like, uh, Christmas, you know, January, February, I do nothing on purpose. Yeah. So. I make up things that I'm doing when you ask me to do things. <laughs> so, I'm busy, man. I'm swamped with this no, new no. record I'm writing. No, I, I and know. And I'm actually at home. No, I know for a fact that you're lying X-Files. to me. Oh, no, I know. I get it. No, I, I, I understand that when I'm asking you to go hang out and see a movie or eat a pizza that you're basically don't want to do that so um but when this airs we will both <laughs> i will be a couple weeks into afterglow of jj abrams force awakens so just know that when you're hearing these words that i am still cooing like a happy baby <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in a story of queen you know it might suck that's true it might it might actually be a horrible movie i'm not betting on that uh, all right. You cannot take hope away from me, Lugo. I've been burned three times before. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but you weren't that invested, and I still like those shitty movies. Star Trek's better. This has been the Epic Piecast, episode 38. I have been your host, Nelson Lugo. I have been your other host, Schaefer the Dark Lord. Be safe, internets. Bye. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. For listening to the Epic Piecast. We'd love to listen to you too. So send us your feedback, questions, love mail, hate mail, recipes, and fan fiction to epicpiecast at gmail.com. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. 
To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. If you like what you've heard, please rate and review us on iTunes or like and follow us on SoundCloud. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and more, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and the Epic Podcast on all of your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Uh, all right, are we done? What else we got to do? Uh, well, this is going to be airing at the end of December, so I'm assuming you don't have anything that you can plug in. No, I'm, I'm, I'm basically... In uh, January. I fantasize about having a boring week at this point in my life. Terrific. Wait, yeah. So we'll, I'll bring us back to the interview, and then we'll say something stupid, and we'll wrap up this episode. What do you say about that? Let's do it. <clears throat> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.